I'm Don DeLorente. I'm Dee Dee Janae. I'm Magnum Prime. And we're the host of the WrestleCast. You can catch us right here on the CSPN each and every Friday as we provide your pro wrestling commentary with color. The following is a CSPN Media podcast presentation. Every week that goes by and I don't talk to y'all, I feel like so much happens in just a week's time. Like, everything is, like, moving so fast. Oh, my goodness. It's so much going on. I don't even know what to say. I don't even know where to start because there's so much tea. People are just beyond messy. But you know what? I'm here for it. If you're going to be messy, be messy to the max. Like, don't be halfway messy. Be messy all the way. Okay, so first of all, the foolishness. Who advised OJ Simpson to get on Twitter? Like, I keep thinking it's like a bad joke. And like, someone convinced him that that would be the smart thing to do. Like every single thing he posts, because you know, I'm following him. Of course I am. Because I'm ready for some foolishness and I'm all, I want to be there front row center. Okay. For what OJ have a meltdown. Cause I'm, I'm here for it. Cause I, I, I just know what's going to happen. So, I'm following him on Twitter and every single, like he tries to have like serious conversations with people and, (laughs) and everything he says, the, the replies under his Twitter, whatever he tweets, all circles about, all circles around back to him murdering because you know he killed Nicole and Ron Goldman. And listen, homies, because that's what y'all are to me. Y'all not my fans, y'all my homies. Homies, homie, all right? Fam, he did that shit. Okay, he did that shit. I don't know how he did it, but he did that shit. And I want us to all collectively understand that he did that shit. And ain't no if ands he was set up. You know he did that shit. <laughs> it's not funny, but he did that shit. And after he m- murdered them, uh, you know. About outside of him going back to jail for his transgressions for whatever I forgot for this trophies he's trying to get you know if you ever actually took some time out to like study the actual case you know it's because of OJ 
that police officers and just the whole law will at least act like but they have to make an attempt to intervene on you know domestic violence cases um I remember I was privileged enough to have be in a conversation um with what's her name she was the prosecutor I want to say her name was Marcy something I can't I can't remember her name it's on the tip of my tongue one of y'all will remind me but yeah she said before OJ you know police really wouldn't you know intervene with domestic violence calls so because of OJ you know a woman can call um 911 and get help if you know she is facing domestic violence I didn't even know that but anywho OJ is always is consistently being clowned on on Twitter and actually I got duped like I got trolled there's a video <laughs> of someone like screaming behind OJ I'm gonna play it right now Yeah, you hear that? You hear that? Yeah. Police! Police! Help! Yes. I saw that on Twitter and I saw OJ's name and I like quickly looked at the handle and it was similar to OJ's handle. And (laughs) I saw the knife. I shouldn't have laughed, but I did, and I got trolled, and I th- I really thought that was OJ. I was like, the sick fucker, like how dare you? But it wasn't him. It was a, it's another, it's a troll account trolling OJ. Anyway, I don't have, I have no idea why he's on Twitter or social media in general. He needs to relax. He don't need to be on Twitter. Speaking of Twitter world, Twitter wars. So let's talk about your girl because I don't understand. You know, I don't really get an opportunity to like really talk about politics the way I want to, but this feels like a really good time to like really address this. So everyone knows it's like two dozen people running under the Democratic ticket, right? Or at least trying to snag the nominee. And uh, you got your pro-Bernie folks. Um, Personally, I am watching Kamala Harris and Elizabeth Warren. I'm going to tell you this. I'm done with voting for old white men. I'm not interested. I mean, if my hand is forced to, I will do it. But I'm not trying to do it. Because I'm I'm just over that. I mean, like, old white men don't have my interest at heart. Not to say that older white women do, because we know how they voted for Trump. But I'm just tired of having 
oh, white men be my only option, you know? Like, give me something else. Like, if, if you gonna fuck me, can I get fucked by somebody else? Like, I don't want to be the fool to be getting fucked over by the same person or the, or the same thing over and over again. You know, if I'm going to be fucked over, let me get fucked by some new blood, right? That's kind of how I feel. And that's where I'm at right now. So, I, I mean, I'm leaning more towards Elizabeth Warren at this moment, but I'm still open to Kamala. So let's get into that tea. All right. So we all know that Biden is back and, you know, he's, he's, you know, electable. That's the word that's around him. He's electable because he's, he's a recognized name. He's still running on Obama. So a lot of people are familiar with him. So, Miss Simone D. Sanders, who is a, she used to work with, you know, Bernie on his last presidential run that failed tremendously in my eyes. And now she's working with, you know, Biden. And, you know, I had my opinions about homegirl working with Biden you know, I was just like, all right, sis, get your money, you know, because he, he hired a few black people on his team. And I'm like, OK, that's cool and all. But he has like so much to clean up. Like, I feel like Biden is like a per one of those old white dudes that says like a lot of reckless shit. And like the black people have to go behind him and be like, oh, he didn't mean that. Oh, he didn't really mean that. Oh, you guys are being too literal. And that's a waste of time, in my opinion. But again, I understand, you know, being black and being in the whole political, you know, environment and, and, in hierarchy so you you know I mean look at this way I can see where she was coming from I can see Simone like you know she might align you know with the you know ideas of Warren or even Harris but the numbers still show that I mean they're pretty close with Biden but if Biden and Trump went toe to toe, Biden will probably win. And to her, it's probably like she has a better chance of getting in the White House, you know, with, you know, she don't believe in white women either, I guess, <laughs> you know, um, she probably feels that white women won't vote for um, Warren and poor people won't vote for Warren. Um, white people might get behind Harris, but perhaps the numbers aren't looking the same with black people behind Harris at the time, at this moment right now. So let's, you know, I understand the game plan, you know, if you're going to shoot your shot, shoot your fucking shot, right? So, okay. So, 
Biden, you know, he he goes off he goes off scripts. He basically said something to the extent that um you know, he was pretty much like cordial with um a segregist and you know he kind of praised this really racist dude back in the day and was happy that he called him son um his uh name was Jim Eastland and he was basically a very a very at least politically and you know as far as the law is concerned a very violent racist and you know Joe Biden basically seemed comfortable with being regarded as you know Eastland's son of course that is not something you will want to praise out loud but leave it to Joe Biden <laughs> um so Simone Sanders hops on Twitter and you know she goes to bat for him of course it's her boss and basically told us about us I mean the public that you know she basically said that we took it too literal and that you know, um, he's an ally for civil rights and, you know, people in the media are being disingenuous and you had, you know, Sean King, AKA Martin Luther Cream Jr., come in her you know into her mentions and tell her like nah you lying and I feel like if Simone can I mean she's gonna continue until either he drops out or he wins um she will be kind of like the black Sarah Sanders in a way like I don't let me let me let me let me to understand let me explain what I mean by that. I don't think Joe Biden will lie as profusely as Trump. And I definitely don't think he's a bit more trustworthy than Trump. However, I kind of feel a certain type of way with white people using black people as kind of like their public guard dog in a way I mean that's just me of course people want that job and you know she chose this life so you know it is what it is however it's it just it's just, to me it's not a good look for her um, but I understand people have, you know, career aspirations and I guess in a way, who am I to talk, right? You know I mean, if this is what she sees as 
uh, step into whatever, you know, her aspirations are, then, you know, I wish her well in that. But I'm just speaking as a citizen who has the ability to vote. And I'm speaking as a person who is somewhat well-versed in American politics that having like going on Twitter and, and social media in general to defend your client and candidate with these piss poor crisis management techniques. I find it insulting, not just insulting to me as a, as, as a regular citizen, you know, but it's insulting as a media professional. Like, I feel like, is she not trained? Like, I don't, I, I don't want it to see, make it seem like I'm questioning her credentials. All right. Because I know Simone Sanders has her shit together, but I feel like the position she's in and what I've seen her do thus far isn't connecting. You understand what I'm saying? Like, I feel like it's not, it's not connecting. I feel like, you know, her talents aren't, you know what? I'm going to go to her website right now while I talk to y'all. I'm going to go to her website. And before I even finish that sentence. All right. So first of all, baby girl needs to get her SSL on her website. There's no reason why her website should not be not secured. All right. She's welcoming hackers. All right. Let me, uh, let's, let's, okay. So. Let's see. All right. So I am trying to, I'm trying to read a bio. Okay. Political commentator. We know that seen on CNN. Seen on CNN. Now I'm clicking on. I'm trying to click on the menu button and it's going somewhere else. Okay, so her website is not good. Simone D. Sanders, spokesperson for the culture. That's interesting. All right, let me just Google her. Maybe she has a wiki page and we can see, you know, what's going on because... I'm going to need her to get her website together, child, because that's a lot. All right. Let's go to her wiki page. Okay. Okay. She served as a national press secretary for Bernie Sanders. All right. During the 2016 presidential campaign. We know that. Um, she left abruptly in June and quote, she said she was not let go and that leaving the campaign was her decision. After that, she started working at CNN and now she's a senior advisor for Joe Biden. 
All right, so she's from Nebraska. Um, occupation, press secretary, political activist. All right. Uh, her father was in a U.S. Army Corps. Her mother worked for the executive director of the Black History Museum. And she graduated with a bachelor's degree in business administration in 2013. Uh, okay. Uh, I pause for a minute because... <laughs> At first, I was going to say one thing until I read a Reiki wiki, and I'm going to say something now. So, this is what I'm going to say. So, Homegirl graduated in 2013, right, with a, a degree in business administration, and she somehow got into politics. This is. This is very white on paper. So to me, her from what I've read, what I've what I've what I'm reading, what I'm reading, you know, her mom works in a museum, so her mom has a great nonprofit background, fundraising background. You know, when you work in a museum, your whole life is nonprofit fundraising with rich people because that's exactly who you cater to in the museum. Okay, and her father is um an engineer with the u.s army so that kind of gives me the impression that she was like you know middle to upper middle class in nebraska and i don't care what nobody say them nebraska is not the midwest cut it out so um she just somehow jumped into bernie sanders like that was basically her first job <laughs> Could you imagine that getting a business degree and then being the national press secretary um for a democratic presidential candidate? That's wild to me. <laughs> Damn. Maybe I'm dreaming too low for myself. Maybe I should get into politics because if that's all that's required, you know, is a is a is a recommendation and some connections, maybe I need to get into politics. But okay, so here we go. So, you know, before I read this, I'm I'm thinking homegirl got like, you know, a media a strong media background. Okay. I'm going to go back and say this. That actually brings me back to my point because I thought homegirl had a media background and she doesn't, which explains why she is so poorly prepared for media interviews and how to deal with media with a candidate that has a tendency to go off scripts. She doesn't understand crisis management because she does. she's never studied it. She doesn't understand how to engage the media turn questions around to benefit her because she doesn't have that range seriously and that's not even a diss it's just what it is she doesn't have the range and because she doesn't have the range we see her getting flustered really easily and it's kind of like kind of fucked up I feel kind of like fucked up for saying it because like you know rooting for everybody black 
But if you don't have the credentials, because I feel like we say this with, you know, I say this, I'm very, I critique white people all the time who don't have the range for certain things. And they're put in these positions, they're making this money, they're put in this position to do things they are not qualified to do. She's simply not qualified to do the position, the job she's in. She has no credentials, like seriously. And it's not even a dish. She has no credentials to be a senior advisor to anyone except having a failed campaign as a background and being a political commentator on CNN. If that's all it takes, like I feel like we're we're not going forward enough, you know. Like, usually a press secretary, like, it's the same, you know what, I'm done talking about this because (laughs) this went in a different direction. I mean, but you know what, privilege is the shit, that's what privilege is, you know, privilege allows, um allows you to kind of like skip over shit sometimes you know and you know I'm pretty sure um she doesn't mind being I'm not gonna call her a token but I'm pretty sure she doesn't mind you know um being that diversity spot you know, now I'm looking on Harvard Kennedy School. It says, um, um, she has, I guess it's 2018 or maybe 2016, perhaps. She was a fellow at Harvard Kennedy School Institute of Politics. So she was she had a fellowship. A fellowship is like a more in-depth internship. Okay, so that's something. That's better than nothing. You know? Yeah, but I'm over that. <laughs> I'm really over that. Because what I thought was happening was not happening and I don't want it to seem like I'm really dissing her but that was some uh, that was unexpected for me okay moving off of that let's go into the real tea and the real twitter fingers all right beauty queens makeup babes you know I know y'all all be supporting black owned beauty brands but child what the fuck is happening so you know what I'm going to start doing I'm going to allow people who have in-depth knowledge to come on Dainty Thug of course they're going to be anonymous so I'm going to disguise their voices and we are going to like spill some real industry tea because it be too much shit going on so whether they're in beauty fashion politics entertainment sports i'm just gonna i'm gonna open that up and you know what i'll take all the backlash for it if niggas fuck with it but i'm gonna you know verify everything i'm gonna do my own research and i'm gonna you know vet my own sources 
and I'm going to allow people to allow, come spill some tea because it'd be too much shady shit going on. So what is going on with Juvia's plays? I'm sure most of y'all by now have heard what has been happening. So apparently about two weeks ago, um, Jeffree Star, we all know the racist background with Jeffree Star. He, you know, he has a history of being racist. So it's not like a one-off type of situation. Uh, basically, he has called a lot of black women niggas and niggers and, you know, uh, using, you know, all types of language and racial slurs against black women, other minorities. He has a track record. And because of that, a lot of black women don't really fuck with him. Of course, there are a few of them that do. But for overall, he's pretty much canceled on a lot of people's radar. So, um, uh, Juvia's play. So, okay, Jeffree Star allegedly, you know, he, he, he posted a video where he went to Ulta, right? And he goes to Ulta. He's looking for Juvia's plays specifically, and he's trying on foundations and you know going through the product and stuff like that and doing a review and he uploads it to youtube and i guess all his social media channels and juvia's and juvia's plays um regrams it on instagram and put it in their stories and they're really engaging with this post and juvia's plays supporters on instagram and social media sounded off they went off all homegirl and they were just not feeling it i mean some of them was like you know i'm still gonna support the brand but a lot of people have been on the haven't really been feeling her i think her name is chi chi i think that's her name however a lot of people wasn't happy and it's understandable you know um it on the outside if you was not really involved with the brand it looked like they were very happy that jeffree star was supporting the brand and wearing the product and you know they was like really thrilled to be noticed by someone like jeffree star now for y'all who don't know jeffree star it makes about i think i saw on the internet he's like 20 million dollars he's worth 20 million dollars or something like that he's rich all right so he's like the number one or maybe the top 10 beauty influencer in the world i guess um so my connection to the brand is about a year maybe two years ago or so I wrote maybe three years I wrote a I wrote an article on a mainstream website um because I had saw Jackie's hashtag black owned beauty brands black owned beauty or black owned makeup brands b-o-m-b bomb and she I think her and another young lady I think her name is Alyssa I believe I'm not really up to date with like popular black makeup and beauty influencers unless I personally know them. But um, I think it was Alicia, Alyssa, I think her name is. She's a pretty like skin girl with like blonde short hair. Sometimes she was braids. She used to work at the Mac store. Y'all know who I'm talking about. Jackie. Yeah, all know Jackie A. 
um, and someone else. So I saw the BOMB hashtag on Instagram. I created a post for mainstream publication and I listed Juvia's Place you know, as part of the Black-owned makeup beauty brands. I um, listed Juvia's Plays. I listed a few others, you know, because um, I wanted to support, you know, bring attention to Black-owned makeup brands. Why not, you know? So, you know, Juvia's Plays has been making, you know, creating their fans online for a while, for some years now. So the fans were very disappointed to see Jeffree Star on the page. Um, another call out from the fans, because, you know, on Facebook, I had to join the, the their official Facebook group because I wanted to see all the tea. Wanted to know what they were saying because I'm nosy like that. Um, a lot of fans are disappointed. They're disappointed in how... Uh, the brand is being accused of neglecting and ignoring um, black beauty influencers and, you know, preferring white beauty influencers instead. So I kind of wanted to check it out myself and see what was being said. And what was being said was, you know, pretty much being echoed through the community um, and even in their own Facebook group. Basically, they feel like the owner is now at a place where she wants to expand her brand outside of, you know, um, black and minorities and kind of wants to get the attention of um, of non-black consumers. Kind of like the same thing Shea Moisture did. And you know what? This goes back to Brandon again. Like, I feel like I talk about Brandon a lot. Maybe I should... um do some branding and PR episodes more on the professional side and not so raunchy like I'm doing right now but I feel like there's so many case studies of these brands that build community around their brands and then once they accumulate a certain amount of success they like fuck it let's try something different let's you know without a real strategy in place so this is what I would have done if I was Juvia's a Juvia's place and I saw someone like Jeffree Star post something I didn't pay for or I didn't initiate or there was no agreement to they just went out on their own I would have kept the comments on Jeffree Star's page and I probably I don't know. I haven't really been on Juvia's Place website. I would have kept the comments on this page. Like I would have went on their YouTube or their or his Twitter or his Facebook or, you know, his Instagram, wherever he posted. And I would have left. Thank you for supporting us. Um, you know, even if they wanted to send send a, a personal email or a personal package, thank you for, you know, giving us this great review. Um, we appreciate it. Something like that. But to reposted on my business page even that's a huge person personality because of the track record that they have it's almost like a personal endorsement and I know it was a gamble but there was a way that that could have been done without um all the backlash if you know without all because without offending your hardcore and dedicated 
fan base. There was a way around that. And I feel like that wasn't taken into consideration. Just from the outside looking in, I feel like that wasn't taken into consideration. So, um, and then the, the, the issues after that made it worse, you know, um, so there was a Twitter thread. There's always a Twitter thread for everything, child. There was a Twitter thread and the Twitter thread was basically saying, um, how, you know, this, you know, Juvia, Juvia's place has been problematic for a while now. And, um, you know, this is not the first time that they've dissed, um, you know, black beauty influencers. And this isn't the first time that, you know, they've been caught being shady or they've been caught, you know, um, just being being shady overall. So basically they they've been accused of having like bad customer service or they've been accused of like, you know, um again neglecting black owned businesses so that they can not black black owned influencers, other influencers that was really um really supporting the brand early on and they've kind of like gone off that and you know kind of like want to secure um the uh they want to secure the white gaze so so um chi chi that's her name so i got her name right juvia's owner the first call out was her personal twitter she doesn't follow any black people but she does follow like you know a lot of white people and Jeffree Star. So the next tweet is just basically you know calling out people um and not really calling out people but really bringing bringing awareness that this brand isn't as trans um parent as it claims to be. So in this Twitter thread that I'm reading um they found the social media coordinator, manager, social media person for Juvia's Place, of course, is a white woman, which will explain why they're so tone deaf into the response. Um, I'm going to assume that she probably also writes the copy as like the apologies because it made no sense. It was completely tone deaf. Also, um, one of the beef that the makeup artist, not makeup artist, beauty influencers had Alyssa someone posted March 16th a letter that Juvia's Place apologized to her regarding their their professional relationship so in this email that that was posted a screenshot of it dated March 16th Juvia's place acknowledge that they fucked up and they want to mend the relationship the email is it's written like i don't want to use the word condescending but it's written like someone's trying to be nice but it's clearly that they ain't really trying to be nice like they're trying to do it like as a force nice or force niceness or doing it just for a cover 
just for appearance. That's what it reads like, you know. So um, someone did a video saying that basically Juvia's place is not really black owned. They just use a black spokesperson, Chi Chi, that would be Chi Chi, and that is actually white owned and operated and they just use a black face because they feel that that is what will sell. They even brought up tax records, child, and they are based one of the tax ID numbers are based in Utah, which is really interesting because Chi Chi claims to be from New Jersey and the social media person lives in Salt Lake City. A lot of interesting things right there, but you know what? I am going to open up Dainty Thug. You know, I know a lot of professional people, whether it's celebrities, other professionals, and I know people want to spill tea and they want to really get a lot of shit off their chest, but it's really hard to do it in, you know, across several industries, whether it's politics, entertainment, media, beauty, fashion. They want to talk about it, but they don't really want to give up their um, identity. So I'm going to allow people, I'm going to vet them, of course, but I'm going to allow people to come on Dainty Thug and spill some tea and just keep it really 100. But I will allow, I will protect their identity. And you know what? I will just take whatever backlash it is because you know what? People need a voice and this shit is really bothersome and is very, um, heartbreaking because it's a lot of deceit going on and if in fact Juvia's place is not truly black owned and they are using a black woman to front and is a really a white owned brand that will be very disappointing because I wrote an like I said I wrote an article a few years ago highlighting them as a black owned business and I will feel you know deceived and I know many others who have been supporting the brand talking about the brand you know dedicated to the brand for years will feel the same way so I'm gonna leave this with y'all um I'll be working on it this week um someone reached out already to talk about this anonymously of course so I'm gonna work on that this week and see what I can do I know I owe y'all you know a Star Trek talk I know like the nerds and the blurs are like yo what's up with my nerd shit but it's been a lot going on i also watched jessica jones i have a lot to say about jessica jones i feel like there's not enough reviews about jessica jones like i tried to pitch a few places to talk about jessica jones but no one's really interested but i really enjoy jessica jones but i want to talk about that separately so i am sorry that i missed you all you know last week but i'm here and i'm ready to go